Derica. I'm Katie. I'm Justine. And we are your hosts, the Hearts to Homes team with Dwellings Michigan. And ladies and gentlemen, we are ready to spill the tea. Yes, girl. (laughs) We're going to be talking about everything from real estate, fashion trends, your gutters and roofs, as well as home decor trends. So stay tuned. Yeah, we are so excited to be here. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, make sure you tell your family and friends to follow us, find us, look us up. All right. Hey, hey, hey. How are you guys doing today to all of our listeners? Hi, everyone. (laughs) Welcome back. (laughs) Hello, beautiful people. That was totally intentional. Yeah. If anybody thought that was a weird saying, let us know. I think saying hello, beautiful people is not weird at all. <laughs> well, we are here today on recording our episode seven. What yes. a great number, right? Seven is a powerful number. It's a lucky number for some. And we hear that it's a lucky number for our special guest today, which is none other than amazing broker. Shannon Hall. Yes. Oh, you guys make me feel so special. <laughs> we all are here because of you. Yeah. And um, we're thankful for you. And well, I'm you here because of you. Aww. So it goes both ways. Well, thank Thanks you. for having me. I'm really excited to do this with you today because I think that um, this idea to do this was really awesome. And I love that you guys work together and make these things happen. It's very cool. Thank you. I already have a feeling this might be my favorite podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, it definitely is extra special, but we we thank you for your time because I know you are a busy, busy woman. So, yeah. Seriously. I'm ready to learn about Miss Shannon. Yes. So, Shannon, tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background into real estate and how you became this amazing broker that we all love. (laughs) Yes. The queen. Actually, it was totally by accident. Um, So, when I started doing this, when I got licensed, I was only getting licensed to buy and sell my own flips because I didn't want to deal with real estate agents, didn't want to deal with people. It was really hard in those days. It was like properties were forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars, and you couldn't get an agent to open a door. So, so well, if, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to have to have my license. So I walked into, I got my license, and then I walked into um, a broker that was kind of one of the no frills brokers um, and told him like, I'm hundred percent not selling real estate full time. This is just to buy and sell my own flips. And he said, okay, well do what you got to do. So um, that was the beginning of the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. What did you do before real estate? Uh, Well, right before that I was um, working with, a HUD program. I was working for a company that managed was managing HUD money in Detroit, um, and making that commute every day. That's a long commute, and you know the parking and all of that, and it was nice. But um, my, it was a man's world there, and my time there became. Um, it was a while. I didn't even know how long I was there, but it really opened my eyes to a lot of things. And I recognized that I could do this as a business. And so this is why I decided to do it. Like 
buy and sell my own properties, you know, rehab my own properties. And um, that's how I ended up with a license. So I did that and I got my builder license the same year because, you know, you got to be legal. Um, so the builder's test was really hard, uh, but I did both of those. And that was 2011. And um, do you want me to tell you more things or just like, do you have other, because I could tell you some stories. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I was at this no frills brokerage and it was great. I mean, I, they definitely let you do your own thing, but that's also not a really good place for people to start. So you really need a good training facility if you're going to embark on real estate as a career. And the one thing that newer agents don't do is they're really worried about like, well, what am I going to pay you in commission? But that's not the question. The question is, what do I get for what I pay you in commission? That's the question that has to be on the minds of newer agents because um, if you're not getting the right training, then you're just standing still and you're suffering and I suffered. So I went into it with the idea that I would buy and sell my own flips. And then um, because of my my the relationship that I had with that um, NSP1 program at Wayne County, um, some of the investors from there and other people, they were wondering what had happened to me and were like calling me and I told them what I was doing and then they wanted to potentially work with me. So it kind of escalated from there. So I was really just in those days, probably running through 50, 60, 70 empty houses a week. And I know it's hard for you guys to believe, but that's what it was like. I didn't really, it didn't really dawn on me that there, the market had stalled out. Um, I, I didn't really, I was in such a mode of you know just making things happen. And I was working probably 60, 80 hours a week, which was fine. I didn't have anything else to do and I needed to survive. And that, so that's what I did. Um, so one of my first purchases was with an agent um, who I think is a broker now. And I won't say her name, but um, it was very funny because back in those days, your MLS agent, I, your agent ID appeared in the listing, like on the, you know, where the listing ticket says, like what your ID is. Um, it was right there for everybody to see. So when you were new, they were like, oh, you don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that, so I wrote an offer on a bank-owned property, and I didn't know what I was doing, and she was wonderful. She could see that I was a new agent, and it really inspired me the way that she took me through the transaction without calling me out. And um, just explaining, like, how bank-owned properties work, and she was really sweet. So I remember that, and I'll never forget it. She And I'll never forget her. She was awesome. Um, I also won't forget my first bad deal. <laughs> I don't think anybody. Yeah, does. yeah, right. But um, she was great, and so I think at that point, I I really understood that where I was was not getting the training that I needed. I mean, they try, but you can't really. You have to have a foolproof plan. So after uh, a couple years of working there, um, I by then done a ton of real estate and made a lot of relationships and um. I started developing training programs for new agents. And so that kind of led into an eight-hour boot camp. I think it was once or twice a month and training the agents that came in. Um, before four years of that, four years into it, it was a lot. And um, I was grateful for the opportunity, but I felt like I really wanted to start answering being the answers to a lot more questions and a lot more issues that not just with agents, but 
clients. Mm -hmm. I was seeing a lot of cell phone picture listings, like they all were that way. Nothing was being staged because nobody did that. Um, I had read online this about this technology called Matterport, and uh, that's immediately how I found Nev. And he was the only one doing it at the time. And his pictures weren't great, but his Matterport was on point. So his pictures. Can you explain to some of our listeners what that Matterport is? Oh, Matterport is the 3D tour that it's got the little blue circles where you hop room to room. And it was very different, like not as user friendly it is now, but it really gave clients a chance to um, view the listing as if they were walking through it. So um, that so that was just so when dwellings began, we wanted something that was would stand out and not just to our clients, but to our agents, because, you know, I consider you guys my clients, too. And um, brought all the trainings and created trainings and kind of just built that library from there. So that's how I got my start. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I feel this will be a tangent, just warning. Um, But I just I love hearing stories from kind of how you got to where you are today because and then Derek said it too you guys are so similar Derek and Shannon because they <laughs> both have done like you both have done what you needed to survive you guys have been like no excuses like when you guys put your minds to something you guys complete it and that like I'm sure I can speak for Justine and I that's so inspiring and like yeah. when times get hard like I'm just like okay channel your inner Derek and Shannon this weekend I do that too I'm like what would Derek do what would Shannon say <laughs> Oh, sweet. You guys are sweet. I've done this so many times. WWDD. Yes. <laughs> what would Derica do? Yeah. We need to get bracelets. We should. WWDD, WWDD. I would wear it. Like every time I'm in a situation, like, let me look really quick at my wrist. It's funny though that you say that because Christy says that too. Really? Yeah, she's like, I always just go, what would Shannon do right now? And then she'll call me and she goes, is that what you would do? And I'd say, that's what I would do. <laughs> so she's learned. And that's what well, I, you know, I mean, it's, I think that, you know, everybody kind of wants a, like a checkpoint. And you guys know, like, I'm very open. My Everyone's got my cell phone. You can call me, text me anytime. I am try to be as available. And I will call you back right away as soon as I can. But I think that that's also uh, a key in being a broker. Um, like, you do look to me, too be available to you and help you not just out of the rough spots, but also Mm -hmm. celebrate the good wins. And, you know, fortunately we have more wins than rough spots, but no transactions ever the same, which is why we all do this. It's always a different day. (laughs) Yeah. No, we can say that our careers are boring. Nope. Not at all. (laughs) Never a dull moment. (laughs) One of my biggest things is when I walked into that naked lady. Oh my gosh. I <laughs> was just, uh, you see it all. Poor Katie. She just got like, she just got baptized with the apps. One of the absolute worst things that you would have to walk into. Yeah. That yeah, was so oh early on, too. Yeah. I was not, I mean, I think in the same week, I walked into dog poop on the floor and oh my room God. at one house and then a na- walking in on a naked lady during a show in the other ones. So I was like, okay, I've, I've seen it all, guys. I'm good. You had, Derek, you even walked, you had, you experienced something too, didn't you? I don't or think I've ever walked in, in anybody bed, naked. It? No, it wasn't. Someone. No, that wasn't me. That was another agent here that walked. Yeah, and this, yeah, boyfriend was in the bed. Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was going to say because you know feces <laughs> isn't a big deal. I, I mean, I came up through the 2011 market, and there were lots of houses that had 
excrement. Oh. So it was pretty gross. <laughs> I mean, and a lot of urine-soaked carpets. It was oh. very, very sick and sad. There was a lot of weird things that went on in those days. I mean, I saw houses where you could see the claws and um, and shoe marks on doors and window frames where, you know, animals had been left after people lost their homes or they moved out and they just left their animals behind. So those, I think some of those times were the hardest and a lot of people did lose their homes and it was a really, really, um, uh, sometimes it was really emotional to be in those homes for me yeah. Yeah. because, you know, I think about that and I think about how hard it has to be for someone to lose where they live. And that's one, and, and that I think is, was one of the reasons where today, not today, but why when I started to see what had happened and so many people that were underwater, I felt like I'm never going to be the agent that puts someone in that position. Like I, you, you know, I always say, don't max out your pre-approvals, let people, you know, for, like first time home buyers, especially shop under your limit. Cause we don't really know what's going to happen. Um, to the market from from year to year, mm -hmm. <laughs> it could look rosy and not be rosy. So, yeah, I just think like doing great real estate is important. Yeah, and people think that our job, you know, all we do is walk into these beautiful homes and everything's so glamorous all the time, and it's not. It's you guys don't just open doors and turn on lights, drive no. fancy cars, <laughs> and then have a closing. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely don't drive a fancy car. <laughs> Can't afford one right now. The market is so bad. I was I was sad to take my car back, but anyway. <laughs> I think I think though that the market's recovering okay, and yeah. we're getting some cheery news. Yeah, from the sec that sector, so it's really nice to hear. Yes, yes, and because we've all been considering what kind of cars we're going to get one that you know when things settle down a little bit, because we're all kind of like just driving, just get to A to B. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so being an agent, what did you feel like as an agent, or one of our like biggest challenges as an agent? Well, I think as a as an as a brand new agent or as an agent, like coming out, take your pick. Come, well, <laughs> I think one of the challenges, like being a new agent, is finding that broker that you you fit with. Yes, you know, you really have to. <laughs> Justine and I, a hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. We talked about that a little yeah, this morning. We did, and you really have to have somebody that's going to be with you every step of the way and be available for you. A, a lot of times, you get pushed into teams or mentors with um, other places and. There's, and that's fine if that's what you want to do. Um, and I'm sure there's plenty of business models that function that way, but I don't know that it really brings out the best um, side of who you can be in this in this business because we're all different. And how I bring a house to the market or how I speak to a client is different than Derica or is different than you or you. It's just, I mean, we all have our own personalities. I think- um, so I think that finding your broker's a challenge and agents really need to interview. Um, and then I think that having a budget and working like a budget for marketing, I think that people that are successful in this business are people with entrepreneurial spirits. So um, this isn't a job. This is a lifestyle. And you are immersed. You are in it. And nobody's open 24-7. We we always talk about that. But um, you're immersed. And you have to love what you do. You have to love people. You have to love the challenge. You have to love the um, constant change. And if you're a person that likes to, to know what to expect every day and, like, just show up and get your check, <laughs> this career. is not the business for you. <laughs> yeah. no, you have to be flexible and yeah. be able to react on the fly. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when pe- when clients change courses, you have to be adaptable because, you know, buyers will always start out like they have to have the ranch with the with the walkout and they end up buying the colonial on a crawl. <laughs> you, know, you have to be you have to be the beacon and you have to be adaptable. That's good. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Great advice. And I, it's funny because when you said it to interview brokers, I'm like, as soon as I walk into dwellings, I'm like, yeah, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that a lot of people come into this business thinking it's quick, fast money and it's mm-hmm. anything but, and you have to have a budget to start a business. You wouldn't start a business, a storefront and not have inventory. Um, so or have inventory and not show up for work. You have to show up every day and you have to do the best work you can do every day. Mm-hmm. You have to be consistent and yes. what? Persistent. Persistent. <laughs> <laughs> Do we get shirts with that too or not? Yeah. <laughs> um, Shannon, what's your favorite part about being a broker? Ooh. I love everything about being a broker. I well, I'm I'm a trainer by heart. So I love teaching people what I've learned. And because I'm also a voracious reader and a sponge for information, um, I mean, every day I'm just looking for new news and new things to bring. And um, that's probably like the training part. I love new agents. I love to like figure out what makes someone tick and how they can adapt in this real estate environment. Because like I said, we're all different. So that really is exciting for me. Um, And I love to see people succeed. We've taken people from zero to multi-million dollar agents in in, in a year. Um, So I know that what we do here works. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really exciting when you have someone on the other side that's a willing participant in making that work because you have to be. I'm really, really big on collaboration and like Mm co-creativity. So I really uh, feel that if you've got, if I've got an agent that shows me that, I am all in. I'm here. I'm here for it. But if they say they're here for it and they don't they don't show up, I'm not here for it. I will give it. I will give everything I've got, but you got to bring it too. I think yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely that's one of the things that that attracted me to dwellings when I met with with you is when you said that, you know, cuz I said I don't know nothing about real estate. <laughs> like nothing. And you're like, "Hey, if you want to be successful, I'm willing to teach you, but you you got to walk with me and I'm I'm at her hip, like, let's well, go. Well, you never, you always showed up. And one of the things that I love about you, Derica, is that you always bring your A game. And it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what's going on in your life. Half the time, we don't even know. Um, because you just, it's not that you're not open, but you don't focus on being a victim in your life. Like, you are always in that, you know, go mode and let's get it done. And when you first walked in the door and um, we had our conversation you walked out and I'm like, she's a ray of sunshine. And I always started calling you sunshine from that point. I'm like, hey, sunshine, because you're a joy to be around. And people, everyone who knows you knows that. But then Justine and Katie, you guys are too. Like you guys are dolls. You're just like genuinely beautiful people. And beautiful people (laughs) is what we love. Um, You're beautiful hearts and beautiful souls. And you really put your best foot forward. And it, it just shows in everything you do. I mean, you guys are knocking out of the park. So I I couldn't be more thrilled to be co-creating with you. Oh, oh, I'm like, all right, do I feel I know. Yeah. Right we got, now, we like, got the Kleenex okay. right here. Got the oh. <laughs> well, that's what we, I mean, I just appreciate, I'm sure we all do. We just mm-hmm. appreciate 
all that you put into us because like Derica said, we know you are a very busy person and Mm -hmm. the fact that you pour into us so much, like I just love that. That's what makes dwellings just so important to me is because we have a broker that cares about us Mm -hmm. and wants us to succeed and helps us and teaches us everything that you can. And that Mm -hmm. means so much. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't have it any other way. I live and die by the Google calendar. (laughs) And my Trello. If it wasn't for Trello and Google Calendar, I don't know where I'd be. And of course, Star, she's my. Yes. She is the. uh, Keeps me organized. I I mean, I don't do it alone. Star and Sue are really great. Um, But that's what's great about here is it's a again, it's a collaborative effort. Nobody I'm not. I'm not responsible for your success. You guys are responsible for your success. But it's what we do here. And all the people that make things work, our ISA team, our transaction coordinator, our office manager, our associate brokers, I mean, all of us together, we work together and make sure that you have everything that you need. And that is why it works. Yeah. Well, I guess the answer is what makes dwellings different. Yeah. Because that was one of our questions is what makes dwellings different. (laughs) Yeah, I think think that, you know, we're different than a lot of brokers, but, you know, I can't speak for other brokers because honestly, I don't know what other brokers do. I mean, I do, but I wouldn't, but I wouldn't share like what those things are necessarily. I just feel like what we do and what our brand is is a concierge brand. We were the first one to bring that kind of brand to the forefront in 2014, um, and we were the first to stage, the first to Matterport the first to to call ourselves a concierge brand and mean it. I mean, the way the, the things that we do here at Dwellings are super, super different. There's no question. Yeah. So I love though. I love that because it fits me. Like I love to put people first. Yep. Yes. And I, so I loved the concierge. Yeah. And, well, I, and I like, that's like. client. The client comes first yes, here. Absolutely. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And if you're not an agent that will do that, like you're not working here. Yeah. And there's a place for everybody. Yeah. Um, but. The people that work here are going to be people who put their clients first. Yes. And we love our clients. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Mostly. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, for a new agent, what advice would you give a new agent? Um, I would say stay persistent. Stay consistent with your schedule just because you don't have anything to do doesn't mean that something doesn't need to be done. I mean, here we've got a whole checklist for the first three months of what you're going to do. And if you're bored and you don't have direction, then you don't probably don't have the right management. Um, Agents, newer agents, some of the pitfalls um, are... When they be, start becoming successful, the money's kind of big for them to handle, and it, they can slide back a little bit and maybe dabble in some things they shouldn't. Um, another th- thing is it could change your dynamic of the relationship that you're in. I've seen that happen many times where someone else is now the breadwinner, and it throws off the balance at, with what happens at home. And then speaking of home, I probably should touch on be there for the people that have your back and support you and cheer you on from home. This is long hours. It's an adjustment for them. Make sure you're scheduling your time and and engaging the people who love you and support you because without that, you're not really going to go anywhere. You have to have a supportive team behind you. Um, and 
that's one thing that we do practice here is a work-life balance because we're very family first. So, but there's always someone to cover, you know, if, yeah. so if, if like Derek, if you can't show, then one, one, someone on your team can show or someone at the brokerage can show. And that's another thing that we brought to um, real estate because people need vacations. They need days off. They need date nights. They need breaks. And you just can't be everywhere without worrying about is someone else going to steal my client? We don't, we don't play that game here. Yeah. Thank yeah. God. Yeah, that's that's really because commission based stuff like that is very mm-hmm. cutthroat. And I've never felt like that from anybody here. Is we're always, hey, can you open the door tomorrow here? Can you do this for me? Can you sit through an inspection? Can right. and everybody's like, Yep, I can. Yep, 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 I got it. Yeah. That's it's definitely a nice, nice situation. Definitely. It's great to have a team. Mm-hmm. Speaking of teams, what made you want to start a team? Well, um, so prior to starting this the, this team, um, or not, st- I didn't. I wouldn't say starting a team, but I would say wanting to have that team uh, dynamic. I would say that the reason that I started doing that is because I wanted to train on a more um, intimate level. Because when you're when you're a broker training agents, everybody's at a different learning level, and a love different so that's a different level of understanding until you start getting more experience and some of the conversation can go over your head. I mean, you guys know you sat through some of the trainings in the beginning and it's just like, I don't even know what that means right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's an EMT? Like, what are you talking about? What do you mean a mutual release? Like, I don't even get that. Yeah. So, but until you're actually practicing, those are the challenges that you remember, right? So you have mm-hmm. to solve that that challenge, then you will remember it. So what I wanted to do was something much more intimate, and it was really more of a test to see, like, what, not just what I was capable of doing, but also what I was capable of training people to do. Like, how far could this go? And I'm just going to say, these guys got it down. (laughs) (laughs) You got it down. I mean, you guys were some of our top producers this year. Um, Y'all won awards for something uh, <laughs> great, and it wasn't without merit. I I think that it helps that you have a great team leader in Derica who is, like, super highly motivated and organized yeah. to the gills and probably way more organized than I am. Um, well, she juggles <laughs> a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but you guys are – I think that – your team is going to go far this year. I really am so excited. Every year I'm like, I'm so excited to see what you do. But you know, I'm, and I'm super excited about growing your team this year too. And Derek and I have talked about that and adding some more members. And that's the thing is that, you know, there's a place for everybody at, at Dwellings, whether they're going to be on a team or whether they're going to be an independent agent. The training is always there. And honestly, like I'll sit with anybody. It just, doesn't matter to me how they want to roll in real estate. As long as they show up and they do everything that, you know, they want to do and they do it on time and they show, I guess, I don't know what the word is. I don't want to say gumption because that's kind of an old cheesy word, but they show interest and desire and fire. Like the fire is, that's the key. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the fire, not going to work. And if you're just looking for a quick paycheck, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, I think that that's probably why. Yeah. I because I knew I could grow grow this in a different direction, and um, it wasn't something that had presented itself prior. So, 
here you are. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> I, I love that. I am excited about this year as well as as we've all talked about. We have a lot of this. this the podcast was was new, yeah. and I'm um, glad that the team was open for that. <laughs> I was like, "Come on, like guys, let's do a podcast." They're like, "She's like, let's do a podcast." <laughs> okay, I'll never forget Justine's face. Just you know, was like, and, and now we're like we're taking baby steps because we want to get to visual where we mm-hmm. can. Re- and she's like. Let's just work our way there. And so we're, we're, we're almost there, right? We're almost we're, there. We're, we're almost, almost there. there. We're getting there. We'll be there. <laughs> but I am excited for Dwellings as a whole to, to grow this year and then for the Hearts to Homes team to grow this year as well. So if you're listening and you're tuning in and you're looking for a brokerage that's going to have your back, um, whether we have, a, we have a morning person and we have a night owl, so we got your back. You got a team of people here that's willing to help. Our admins are amazing. Our transaction coordinator, amazing. Give us a call. Reach out. Let's get an appointment scheduled with Shannon Hall. And I'm telling you, being here with Dwellings can change your life, can boost your career, restart your career, start your career. Yeah. It really, it feels like family. You know, we do this crazy life together and, you know, we are with each other through the hard things, but also we can be here and laugh and be silly and like, and have fun too, which is what I love too. Cause I feel so comfortable around you guys. And I just like, this is a family. I don't know that I love yeah. that. I love well, it that. is true. I think, cause unless you do this for a living, you could go to go home and talk to your family about the things that happened, but they don't even no, they, we're just talking about they, they don't even know what you're saying. They're just like, oh, so you had a bad day. Yeah. Like, did, did you hear anything I just said? <laughs> I lost like, every deal I had on the burner this month. They, so you're not getting paid then. Why don't you get a real job? Yeah. You know? oh. um, no, but I think like, yeah, you you need somebody that you can just talk to to say, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like how, what's the recovery point at this point? I mean, we've all had that. I remember um, one year, this was when I, I think it was my fourth year of real estate. Literally every single deal I put on the rails in a month of July, and keeping in mind, you guys, like in those days, we're talking about $70,000, $100,000 a deal. And I lost something like over $1 million in deals. And I there was no money coming in for the following month. And fortunately, I was very good at saving my money. And I didn't have to worry about losing an entire month of deals because- I had the money saved up. And that's the thing is like, you want to really make sure that you start your business out right. And that's one thing that we do here is make sure that right out of the gate, you know exactly what you have to do to save, to save for taxes, to save for your life, to save for your dreams. If you want to be a homeowner and and invest in your business, um, because it, you know, the money, the money is, People think that we make a ton of money. We really don't. By the time we pay taxes and by the time we pay our business expenses, we're, you know, I mean, we're doing fine, but it's, it's a lot. Yeah, it's expensive, it's expensive to be in a, a, real, estate, in a real estate agent because we were talking about that. It was like some of my friends that have gotten their, their license are like, mm, that's just too expensive. It's too much startup cost, you know, and you do. And I love that you guys teach the, you know, the taxes and the savings and, you know, get with an accountant right out the gate. And, you know, I did all of that. And so I was able to like, you know, get everything going from the very beginning where you don't want to wait till you're five years in. Then you're like, you have a mess to clean up or yeah, your accountant has a yeah. mess to clean up. That's so. that, that actually is a really high statistic with agents that have a lot of like back taxes and, um, and there's no recovery sometimes. I mean, it, it's daunting. So we kind of cover 
all the bases. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just it's not even not even just about business, but just it's just life in general and how you and how you cope from day to day because it can be overwhelming. But I think that if you have good leadership, like you guys have with Derica, um, but you also have, you know, someone that you can rely on and confide in, unload on from time to time. That's what makes it a magic. Yeah, 100 percent. Yeah. And I'm really glad that you touched on that, too, because coming from a corporate job, you know, where taxes were just so standard and all that stuff down, like, oh, there's all these moving parts and you got to track mileage and you get all that. So I love that you guys do touch on everything. So you guys are have helped tremendously and making sure everything (laughs) stays organized. It's a lot of moving parts. It is. It is. And it's very different than punching the nine to five clock. Or eight to six, or whatever it may be. I mean, or this Justine's is Justine's like eight to three a.m. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Her yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I know oh, it's yeah. way different. It's like so different being in a totally different business from bartending, and the hours are different. The do taxes stuff, everything's just different. But I well, love there's it. a lot of people that come <laughs> out of that industry because it is a naturally friendly industry, and they do come out of the bartending world. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to call it like the more like social industry and they do very, very well in real estate because they already, they're not afraid to talk to people. They're used to kind of talking to the guy mm-hmm. that, you know, bellies up to the bar, you know, whether he's sober or not. And they can basically <laughs> carry out a conversation with a wall. Yeah. And that's part of what we do. I mean, we meet a lot of personalities here. Yes. Yeah. So I can see that. I mean, that's why you're so successful. It's like having that experience is really important. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people that don't have that experience and they come to real estate and they don't want to even make a call. And it's like, they're, it's, 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 it's not good. <laughs> like you got to be outgoing and have a certain personality for this business. Not to say that you can't be, you know, a more quiet person that works too. Um, but you have to be willing to speak up and mm-hmm. come out of your shell. Be yeah. challenged a little bit past your comfort zones. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure I even like the like to say it that much anymore because I used to say that all the time and it's so canned and everybody says that now. That's uh, true. <laughs> well, good, but you don't know what you like until you know what you like, and it's good to try different things until you can discover like what it is that you really like to do. Because we've had people who are like, "Oh God, I'm not knocking on a door." Well, you don't have to knock on a door, but why wouldn't you just try knocking on a door and seeing if it's comfortable for you? And they're like, "Oh my gosh, I love knocking on doors." <laughs> I mean, today, I mean, we still do door knock every now and then, but um, you know, most people door knock on social media. Like, yeah, I'm gonna slide in your DMs. <laughs> do people still say that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my I'm God, slapping so in your DMs. Do they still say that? <laughs> I say it on my post sometimes. I'm like, uh, slide in the DMs. When, like, okay, so, the yeah. DMs, so I'm not being like no. old school social media. Like, no. Shannon Hall, 2014. <laughs> slide in my DMs. People are like, oh, do you have Snapchat? I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Oh, God. <laughs> but there's people here who do. Thank God. Yes. Because I'm not good at that stuff. You got your back. Don't worry. <laughs> I shouldn't say I'm not good with it. Yeah, yeah. I could probably get more educational. It's not my thing. Just be careful about who's saying to slide into your DMs. Yeah, because it depends on where it's coming from. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. 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 
<laughs> no. What I'm saying is because I want someone Insta to block. ask yeah. a question Insta-block. or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On a post. Yeah. yeah. Well, Justine, instant block. Like you yeah. Said. Justine oh, would yeah. not hesitate to block you if you come inappropriately. She's like, um, block. Have- was, it, who, was it you, Katie, that said that to me the other day? Like somebody sent a frontal picture or some guy or something. And I said, well, I would just like if it were me. So, not that anyone would do that with me because I'm an old girl but uh, I would if it were me I'd be like oh hey here's whatever his name is I would put it on my Facebook page I would tag him if I could find him and I'd be like hey everybody you know whatever this guy's name is is just wants everyone to see how well in doubt he is or whatever so Here's a poll. <laughs> Here's a poll. I was cracking up when you said that text to me. I really wish I had the courage to do that. I, yeah. Shannon would totally put him on blast online. I would, and then yeah. Justine would have blocked him yeah. in 0.2 seconds. And I think I just ignored him. So I didn't yeah, really the most I get is like a bunch of like middle-aged guys who want to like friend me or whatever. And then I, and I, okay, I'll friend you. But if the next thing is like instantly... Hey, girl. Hey, beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> Ugh. I, it's just right away. Right, right, yeah, the beautiful yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> if he said, hey, beautiful people, I would yeah. probably let him in. But no. <laughs> I almost spit my teeth out. <laughs> now we really would have had spilled tea. <laughs> right. Yeah, oh my no, God. that'd be some serious. Like, we literally spilled tea. Yeah. <laughs> At the real estate tea. Yes. <laughs> I love you when you go, it's time to Spill the tea. tea. You didn't yep. say that today. That's my it's, favorite. It's, it's on there. Oh, you can yeah. record that. Mm-hmm. She can oh, say it for the ending. Yeah. I love when you say that. <laughs> and I played this podcast back yeah, on Spotify, I think at 1.2. And so it was like the perfect speed for me to comprehend it and like still stay, you know, like focused. And which is what I also love about how you can change speeds. Like mm-hmm. I'll listen to books on two. Um, but I will oh, say, don't need me. I, know how I love when you I'm say, like, spill the tea. Yeah. And the way you say it, <laughs> it's time to spill the tea. Justine sounds kind of normalized, but when you guys come up, it's like, chipmunks. Derek always gives you the look during the podcast, like, you're talking too much. She's across the table today. I can't reach her. We spilled the tea today. Yes. All right. We spilled some dwellings tea today. <laughs> I would be happy to come back and spill some serious tea, though. So. Okay. We'll have you back. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you some stories. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We need to Tune in. Stories. Stay tuned for those stories, guys. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're good. Shannon's stories are always good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'll see you guys back here, like, in the fall. So that'll yeah. be my next break. Yeah. <laughs>